million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My man, as always, Mojo Mutati, coming to us from New York City today. Mojo, yeah. we'll start with the NBA Finals, which are finally set. The Denver Nuggets will be taking on the Miami Heat, the eighth-seeded Miami Heat, who Mojo uh, on Monday night beat on the road in Boston the Boston Celtics, who were looking to complete an absolutely historic comeback, something that had never been done before in the NBA. Uh, it pains me to say this. Uh, there has been one team that has come back from a 3-0 deficit in the playoffs in major American sports, and it happens to be another Boston team, the Boston Red Sox, who back in 2004 beat the Yankees, Mojo. And that's why uh, last night, I think everybody expected the Miami Heat to lose this game. They won the first three, then to lose three in a row, including game six at home, and have to come back to Boston, where the Celtics had the second-best record at home. I, I was shocked, Mojo, and then to see that they actually win the game, the Heat do, by 19 points. It wasn't even close. An absolute blowout. Incredible. Yeah, Babcock, can we make sure from this point forward that we never just say the Miami Heat? We have to say eighth-seeded Miami Heat because <laughs> of how crazy this is. I don't even know what is a better underdog story. The Celtics as a two-seed coming back from being down 3-0. and yeah. If they would have won to take on uh, the Denver Nuggets or – or, you know, Miami to, as an AC, be able to snap that three-game three game losing streak to move on. Either way, my goodness, this has been just a crazy exciting uh, NBA Finals, uh, and it's only going to get better from here. Yeah, no, I could not agree more. I'm really intrigued by the matchup. The, the Heat are so tough. I know I said everybody thought that the Celtics were going to win, but something told me that the Heat could win this game yesterday despite everything going against them, Mojo. And I think I believe that because the Heat are so tough. Jimmy Butler is so tough mentally and obviously physically as well and he's so gifted a basketball player but they are a mentally tough team I think Eric Spolster is probably the best coach in the entire NBA now I'll be honest look the NBA when uh, the conference finals started they had an opportunity to have the Lakers versus the Celtics and I think probably that is obviously the series that they wanted because there's so much history but uh, they ended up getting the exact opposite but I, I am really excited for this mojo now after the game everybody hanging on Jimmy Butler's every last word. I mean, he has been such a, a star in this series, ended up dropping 28 points yesterday in, in obviously what was a must-win game. Meanwhile, Jason Tatum scores only 14 points uh, as the Celtics star. Mojo, after the game, uh, there was somebody who didn't seem to care about what Jimmy Butler had to say. Not a person, but an insect? Watch this. We have two days to figure that out um, before game one. Oh my God, y'all saw that? <laughs> a bumblebee. When I first read this story, before I was actually able to see it, I just assumed that the NBA was doing some joint Transformers promo and maybe a bumblebee mascot was involved somehow. I didn't think it was actually a bee whizzing around this guy's face as he's trying to do the post-game presser. 
I prefer this just to go out there and put this on record. Can you imagine if he was like allergic to bees and he got stung oh, right no. before and the then finals couldn't play in the NBA finals? Oh could, could you imagine if that was the case? <laughs> that would be a disaster. Thank goodness. Uh, obviously not. But I love that he never laughed this off. There was never no like no, no. smiles at the end. Like there was just genuine fear and terror here that, that never dissipated. I think that was the best part of this, even more so than, than the bee itself. Mojo to Aaron Rodgers, who was having clearly the time of his life at MetLife Stadium. Maybe first time he's been at MetLife Stadium wasn't for a Jets game. Uh, he was at the Taylor Swift concert, Mojo, with his buddy Miles Teller, of course, the star actor. Uh, they were having uh, a blast. They, they were absolutely living it up, Mojo. Of course, Taylor Swift has the hottest ticket in the world right now when it comes to musical acts, at least, with her Eras tour. And uh, they rolled through uh, northern New Jersey. And Aaron Rodgers, he was right there. You know, I, I'm going to admit, Babcock, I, I don't know much about Taylor Swift. Obviously, <laughs> I know she's a massive star. But through first J.J. Watt and now Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I'm starting to learn a lot about this woman's career and how extensive her fan base is. My goodness, the amount of people that show up at her shows and the ticket prices that go along with it are just astronomical. I mean, I, I love that Aaron is here with Miles Teller. We have argued, you and I, about this before, but I think the new Top Gun is absolutely miles, pun intended, better than the first Top Gun. I actually would even say that I think the first Top Gun kind of sucks, if you're asking me. Uh, just just going to go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> but get, uh, Everyone get a good look at Mojo because he won't be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what I get fired over finally. It's for better. No, I'm, I agree with you. I agree. Like, so much better, Mojo. So much better. I wouldn't say it sucked, but so much better. <laughs> Well, let me ask you, Babcock. I mean, I, I know you're a little more up to speed on these things than me, but oh. Taylor Swift, Darren Rogers, both maybe single right now. Ooh. I mean, he seemed pretty involved oh, in wow. the show, not as a fan. Like maybe there was a personal connection just looking at that clip there. Mojo. I mean, you tell me. Mojo, I think that would be one of the most polarizing relationships that we've ever seen. As, as popular as he is, and she is the biggest thing going right now. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. The demand for these tickets to these shows. She has started seeing somebody new, but hey, I mean, I would love for that to happen. We'll see what happens. Now, Mojo, there was actually something that happened on the field during the show that I think is going to be music to Jets fans' ears uh, because really haven't seen a championship since Joe Namath. It's been a while. Watch this. So, Jets Super Bowl uh, visions of it for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see if they can actually do the real thing once this 2023 NFL season rolls along. But I'll tell you what, they've got a much better shot of that happening with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. 
Look, I'll be honest, the only Jersey I, I kind of knew about besides Teterboro was Jersey Shore. And I was, I was assured that was not a proper representation of this great state. I was walking out to practice today, and we, you know, the media st are here always doing little videos and different things and the video was some do your best Jersey Shore impression and, and I just I just kind of laughed to it and then CJ Uzama was walking next to me and he said he never watched the show I said well, how can you not watch the show one of the greatest shows back when MTV used to actually you know have content on it it's phenomenal that was uh, Aaron Rodgers saying Jersey Shore was phenomenal and uh, we are so lucky to have this man right here Mike Sorrentino the situation Mike, first of all, thank you for doing this. What were you thinking when you heard Aaron Rodgers say, like, the only two things I knew about Jersey were Jersey Shore and an airport? Oh, man, the squad was lit when we first heard that a couple of days ago. Aaron Rodgers is a legend in the game. Um, now that he is in Jersey, um, you know, listen, we're so excited. We're so happy. Uh, Jersey, stand up. Yeah, what were you were you guys like texting it to each other? Were you yeah, talking we about just, this? Yeah, yeah, we actually have a group chat, and it started circulating the video of Aaron Rodgers, and we were like, everyone just had like a big smile on their face. Group chat was lit. I think there's there's obviously also a a Jersey Shore production chat because we are in the midst of uh, wrapping up a season and starting a new season. Um, so it was definitely uh, a good site to see, a good video to have. I think a lot of us reposted it as well. Because again, listen, Rodgers is a legend and um, we've been watching him on TV for many, many years. And now that he's in Jersey, um, I mean, we're all pretty excited, including including the state of New Jersey as well. Hey, absolutely. I was excited as a Jersey guy to hear it. Uh, could we possibly get something where you guys meet up, whether or not it's for the show? Could we can we get can we like sort of get something where we get you guys all together with Aaron? Uh, you know what? I think it is a must. Uh, you know, first of all, in Jersey, I mean, we don't pump our gas. We pump our fists, obviously. <laughs> Uh, there is another phrase, yield or die. The, the the Jersey drivers are very aggressive. And now that we got Rogers, man, it's only right that we get Jersey Shore in the building um, to to support as well. Any recommendations, you know, even if he gets down to the shore uh, before training camp over the summer, which hopefully he will, uh, any, any places that he should hit up? Um, I mean, listen, there's a difference between food. I mean, everybody knows that when you come to Jersey, uh, you're probably going to get the best pizza. You're going to get the best bacon, egg, and cheese, the best Italian. So he's in a really good place, and we're very happy to have him as well. I love it. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, that was really, really fun to see, and uh, I hope you guys can link up sometime this summer. Definitely. Let the fist pumping begin. Coming up next in DMZ Sports, White Sox star closer Liam Hendricks makes an emotional return to the mound just months after being diagnosed with cancer. This is very powerful, very emotional stuff. We're actually going to hear from the three-time All-Star Closer next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. 
Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. A healthy one at that, coming out. Iced him in an effort to be kind. First pitch, Liam Hendricks, 96, strike one. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, that was, for my money at least, the best moment from the entire weekend because star closer for the White Sox, Liam Hendricks, uh, about five months after he was diagnosed with cancer, with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, he returned to the mounds and pitched in a big league game. And it was just such an emotional moment, Mojo. I mean, you could hear it. Look, this guy led the league in saves in 2021. He's one of the best closers in the entire league, period. He's a multiple-time All-Star. So when he comes in the game, there's always a heck of a loud ovation. But there was a, a little something extra, a little something special about that ovation yesterday. The crowd very well aware that this was Liam's the first time on the mound in quite a bit because he was taking care of his health, but now he's healthy. He got the clean bill from doctors and to get up there and to fire a strike, just a, a really special moment last night, Mojo. Absolutely, and definitely going to co-sign your statement here, Babcock. I mean, this is absolutely the best story coming out of the weekend, and what a wild weekend it was, but this one absolutely takes the cake. I mean, just five months later, like you said, Geez, just just think about that timeline. You think about his career and all the awards that he's won and just how he's dominated the game to be sidelined with cancer and then just five months later be back on the mound and get out there and rock it out a strike to kick it off. I mean, my goodness, that's got to rank. That I mean, I, I got to think this is, if not number one, near the top of his list of most emotional biggest moments in his entire career and again we're talking about a guy that has absolutely so many not just pro but you know dating back to, to grade school to college I mean this guy's just been a winner and a star his entire life and you know sometimes it's easy to take those moments for granted you always hold yourself to a, to a higher expectation you expect these trophies you don't really celebrate them because you're they're expected of you uh but man i bet you that he went out there and had a very emotional day and you know this is this is going to be one of the biggest moments of his life yeah i look he ended up giving up a couple of runs so it wasn't his uh, by his standard, at least, it wasn't Liam's best outing. I, I don't think that matters, though. You play 162 no. games in a year, and look, yeah, every game's important, and these guys get paid a lot of money, but this is something totally different. Look, when you're 34 years old, you don't expect to have to battle cancer, and uh, that's what he was faced with, and things obviously are then put into perspective just by Liam battling cancer so publicly he raised a lot of money in fact they presented a hundred thousand dollar check yesterday that's going to do a bunch of good you know for research and stuff for going towards you know these doctors who are trying to solve cancer so no one has to fight the disease anymore it was just pretty awesome after the game of course the media met with liam asked him you know what was this like and uh here is a very emotional liam hendricks it was definitely emotional. There was a lot. There was a lot going on. It was um, nerve-wracking going out 
being kind of available today and having that go on. Um, it was humbling going out there and walking out there and, and seeing the amount of people wearing my shirts, the, the amount of people having signs or flags or anything like that, the amount of people that were chanting when I came into the game. It's, um, it was a very humbling and, and sobering moment for me. Yeah, and you know, you, you said maybe not his best game, maybe gave up a couple of runs. But again, that doesn't matter at all. I mean, when you've overcome what, what he's overcome and you had the five months that he's had just to be able to get back out there at all, to step on the mound and kick it off with a strike, that right there is just a huge, huge win. It just kind of changes the elements. Yeah, under normal circumstances when he's playing and he's healthy and he's been healthy and he hasn't been injured and has nothing going at ho on at home. Yeah, maybe not his best game, but when you factor in all these other outside factors, my goodness, it it really doesn't matter. And you can look at this as a long-term progression and, you know, building blocks for the future. You're not going to, even if he wasn't dealing with cancer, if he was off for five months or just off of his normal, normal flow, you're not going to come back and have your best game, you know, regardless of that. Now factor in cancer, this was a definitely a big win. The rest of that stuff will come, but my goodness, what a, what a moment for him, his team, and his community. <laughs> for a new segment, and I love love, so I love this segment. We're calling it, we love it. Uh, nice. <laughs> we have, we've got a lot of love uh, in the sports world, Mojo. We're going to start with that man right there. Uh, might or might not be, depending on who you ask, the best quarterback we've talked about today. Uh, his AL, his AL, <laughs> AFC East, not AL East. We did talk AL East too, but his AFC East rival, uh, Aaron Rodgers, may be better, may not. Um, let's talk about uh, his possible Mojo new girlfriend. Actress Haley Steinfeld, actress and singer. She is incredibly talented. And there they were, of course, on the right there, Haley and Josh at a fancy sushi restaurant in New York City. And uh, it's not the first time they've been seen out together. It was one other time they were actually seen together. They look pretty lovey-dovey to me, Mojo. And, you know, I don't think you grab somebody and pose like that if you're not dating them. So perhaps a new uh, woman in Josh uh, Allen's life. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, this looks like love to me, and we love it here on our new segment here on TMZ yeah. Sports. Babcock, do me a favor and give me the name of that sushi spot because we're here in New York City right now and looking for somewhere for dinner just – no, if it's not a Michelin-starred restaurant, Mojo has zero interest in it because we're, we're a big foodie over here. But I don't know, football players and singers, we're talking about uh, AFC East quarterbacks and football and, and, and singers. I, I don't know. We got Taylor Swift. We got Aaron Rodgers. We got Haley. We got wow. Josh. I'm, I'm just going to will that other one into existence, buddy. It, it's happening. Keep, right, it's like the secret. Uh, we'll manifest it. Uh, Mojo, there's more, not the only couple, because uh, Chanel Iman, the supermodel who uh, announced just a few weeks ago that she was actually expecting a baby with her uh, New England Patriots defensive tackle boyfriend, Devon Godshaw. Well, Devon uh, was on a, a nice uh, romantic uh, vacation in Italy, got down on one knee with a fat rock mojo and uh, <laughs> popped 
the question. It's big, big rock there. Pop the question uh, to Chanel Iman, who of course said yes. And now they uh, don't just have to plan for a baby who is on the way, but they also, of course, have got to plan a wedding. So very exciting news for her. And then Mojo, last but not least, and I know this is something that you were very well aware of. Uh, your friend uh, Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera are two mojo just like chanel and devin expecting a baby and that is amazing news december 2023 baby on the way that's right buddy very excited for these two obviously very close personal friends of ours and i gotta tell you babcock we were over at their house this weekend when they did the announcement we all attended thinking wow. it was an album release party <laughs> for, for ryan so they pulled up this music video and, uh, you know, the thing's playing and Lexi and Ryan are having a conversation in the video. And then all of a sudden Lexi says she's pregnant in it and the room went silent and everyone's looking around like, wait, wait, is that is this for real? And then Lena Fanini, of all people, blurts out, wait, are you pregnant, Lexi? And everyone lost their minds. A huge congrats to the couple. I think we're going to have to have them on the show to talk about it, my friend. And Mojo, I, to take things full circle, I love it. Let's have, him, let's have him on, talk about the baby. I got lots and lots of questions. We have got to go, though. We are out of time. Big show tomorrow. We are actually going to talk to one of the greatest wide receivers of all time, the Hall of Famer, Terrell Owens. Lots of questions oh. for T.O. Yeah, it's a good one tomorrow, Mojo. Good show. Big show. See you then. T.O. on the show tomorrow, Babcock, yeah. and I think you know where I'm going with this. I don't know. Should <laughs> make it the best show since today!